The Western Wayne News Podcast is made possible by support from listeners and readers like you. We're also accepting a limited number of sponsorships. If your organization would like to get your message in front of hundreds of Wayne County listeners, please email contact at westernwaynenews.com. I'm Jenny Pugh, and I am business manager at Western Wayne News. From Civic Spark Media and the Western Wayne News in Wayne County, Indiana, I'm Kate Jetmore. As a native of Richmond, Indiana, and longtime host of the Listen Podcast, I'm excited to be sitting down with some of our neighbors and listening to the stories that define our community. Today, we're thrilled to bring you another conversation in our series of interviews with staff members at the Western Wayne News. Join us as we explore the joys and challenges of working with local news, delve into what motivates these team members to give so much to this local paper, and uncover what they hope to accomplish in the community and beyond. My guest today is Jenny Pugh, who's been with Western Wayne News for 30 years. Jenny is married and has one son, and writes a weekly column, Just a Milton Minute, about life in a small town. She's a member of the Red Hat Society, but is often seen wearing her trademark black hat. (laughs) Welcome, Jenny. I'm so glad you could join us today. Thank you. So 30 years at the Western Wayne News, that is quite a history. I'd love to know what it was about the paper that led you to work there initially, and what was it that made you stay? I've always had an interest in English and reading and writing. And at the time, I was working um, back drive through in fast food and looking for something else. <laughs> I was just out of high school. Um, I think into my first year at uh, IU East. And um, my then boyfriend, my now husband, knew Janice's, our, our founder, Um, knew her husband. My husband was a mechanic. Her husband drove a truck, and so they crossed paths at the same shop. And those two got to talking to each other, and ultimately um, they sent me to the newspaper office to talk to Janice. And she knew who I was because um, in her early years, she was just getting the paper um, started. Uh, her first couple of years were my last couple of years in high school, and so I had um, uh, done some art projects, and so she was familiar with me um, on a roll, that sort of thing. So she knew who I was, and and so we hit it off. And I, I started out um, proofreading in the office on Saturday evenings. I had the place to myself. <laughs> and would come in and they would leave a stack for me to proofread or to type or or um, that that sort of thing so that that's how I got started so it sounds like you've really witnessed a lot of changes over the years not only um, in how the paper is run but your role in the paper so let's start with your role you started as a proofreader and how has your role evolved over these 30 years I, yes, I started proofreading and I started typing. Of course, we didn't have access to the internet. There, was, there wasn't there was copy and paste. So, you know, people would bring their notes and their stories and their articles and, and you would need to retype them. 
And from there, from proofreading on the weekends, um, I was coming in on, on Mondays and helping with production, just being a general gopher. At the time, we were doing, um, using the, the hot wax and the roller and cutting and pasting the the articles onto a, a larger format um, mm -hmm. guide sheet of the newspaper mm -hmm. uh, before before all the digital changes. And as my son got older and in school and I wanted more hours, um, you know, there was some retirements, you know, here at, at the office. And so I was able to pick up more hours and would, um, you know, wait on people at the front counter. Um, I've, I've covered events, wrote articles, printed the labels, man, managed the label system, sorted those out into the post, the postage, um, wow, that word escapes me, we don't actually do that anymore, it's, it's done at the printer, <laughs> at the postage routes, we, we, we would have these books, these guidelines mm -hmm. from the post office, and, you know, uh, this address would fall into this route, and so you would actually go through, you know, these thousands of labels and separate them, you know, this is this postage route, and this is this postage route, and now that's all, all done at the printer, it's all done digitally. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and currently, Jenny, you're the business manager. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. I, I handle um, the billing, the legal billing, um, track ads and legals as they come in, make sure, you know, we have their run date. We have everything we need to get them in the paper. Make sure they are in the paper before we go to press on Monday. Um, make sure they're they're billed appropriately. Make sure I have all the information I need to to track them if they're you know one time only or ongoing. Mm -hmm. And what about uh, sort of th the changes that you've witnessed in the newspaper over the years? Um, I'd love to know which changes you were happy to see and which changes you sort of wish hadn't t <laughs> taken place. Um. I, I really can't think of anything that, oh my gosh, I wish we hadn't done that. Um, the most, most of the change is, is technology wise. Um, like I said, you know, paper cut and paste with a hot, hot, hot wax roller right. to all, all the digital changes. And with, with our new owner here, um, back in October, we've, we've, um, even stepped up our game digitally. We've got new programs and learning new things and, mm -hmm. And and it's an ongoing joke here with, with our with our last owner that Jenny hates change. <laughs> so how do you handle that, Jenny? I mean, I'm sure there's I'm sure that is funny, but there's also like most comedy a kernel of truth in there. But with so much, uh, you know, technological advancement and evolution in the newspaper business, how do you handle so much change? Um, gradually, thank goodness, it, it, it hasn't been overnight. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so um, just practicing and, and, you know, Googling, <laughs> how do you do this and tutorials. And of course, you know, with the, with the new owner, with each change, of course, you know, there, there's some training naturally, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. And, and um, as, as, <laughs> as much as I uh, 
hate to admit it, it's 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 usually always been very beneficial. I know when when Brenda um, during her her five years as owner of the paper, one of one of first thing her first changes was in installing two monitors. And I just couldn't fathom what you would do with a second monitor because they're just so set. You know, you have a computer, you have a computer screen. And so after a few weeks, she was like, you know, how, how is that working out for you? It's like, I, I don't know how I ever managed with only one monitor. So. Right. Well, that was going to be my next question. If, you know, you sort of tentatively, fearfully take that step into the future? And then what's that like when you get there? But you've just answered my question, which is that, you know, a lot of times there's no looking back. Right, right. You you need to grow with, with what's what's around you, what's happening and, and the technology and or, or you get left behind. <laughs> exactly. Now, Jenny, Just a Milton Minute is the name of the column you write for the paper. What kind of things do you write about in your column? Um, I'm all over the map, actually. <laughs> I started out, um, the column is maybe in the neighborhood of 15 years old. I, I can't recall the start date, so it, it hasn't always been. Um, but I remember thinking, you know, we, we had this little space in the classifieds. And um, once upon a time, I really helped out a lot with... Um, layout and design and so instead of going and searching for some filler or some random fact or something to take up space it's like i i there were a few things happening in milton which i live in milton Mm -hmm. and um that weren't really being mentioned and i thought should have a little space so i started out taking up a little bit of available space anonymously just called it just a milton minute because it was just a little snippet Mm-hmm. And and did not sign my name to it. And, you know, it sort of kept going after a few weeks. And and uh, I was always, there was always something to write about, something to mention. And one of my co-workers at the time, she's like, oh, no, you got to keep doing this. We're, we're giving you a designated space. You know, you need to, you need to continue this. So I write about what's, what's happening if there's, um, you know, club meetings, if there's an upcoming council meeting, important changes, updates, you know, if the fire department is having a, a breakfast or if Santa's coming to town or, mm-hmm. or, if the, or if the date of the trash pickup changes, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, people have shared their memories of living in Milton, what, what used to be there, what they remember growing up as a kid. And that's, that's always very popular. What's one of the um, one of the columns that s- has stuck with you over the years that when you think about your column, you think, oh, that was a really special one? I don't know if I could pick just a favorite. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Because in, in addition to what's going on, I've, I've also written about, you know, what's happening in my own life, which I think is, you know, representative of life in a small town, things that that everybody goes through their their child you know finishing high school and going off to college or or even when he got his first car documenting that sort of process when he and his father were working on it Mm. and and that got a lot of a lot of positive response i would have people tell me oh gosh i remember the empty nest when when uh, you know my children were all gone 
left home and went to school or I remember my first car it was such and such and oh I just that brought back so many memories Mm. and then uh, from time to time I I, uh, squeeze in a, a poem about something or another I I have no formal poetry training, but, you know, I like to rhyme, and so there we are. (laughs) It's lovely. It sounds like um, it really builds community. You know, it really brings people together and and gives people a place where they can share their own memories or their own, um, you know, reactions to what you've written. What kind of feedback have you received over the years, Jenny? I have gotten a lot of, lot of positive feedback. People recognize me and it's like, oh, you know who you are. You write the Milton Minute and oh, I know the hat. Because, because after a couple of <laughs> years, um, Janice decided that people should know who I was. My column was popular enough. People wanted to know who wrote it. Mm-hmm. And so um, she, she had gotten a new camera and she's like, oh, I need to practice with my new camera. Um, let me take your picture. And I'm just sitting at my desk working away. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. I hate having my picture taken, but you know, <laughs> learn, learn for the sake of learning how to use this new camera. Well, the next week it shows up, that picture shows up in the paper and, you know, it's my little heading. It's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you didn't tell me you were doing that. So, so yeah, so then everybody knew who I was. <laughs> and were you wearing your hat in that picture? I, I was not. I was ah, not. Okay. Okay. After a few weeks, um, I... I came home from somewhere gave my son my camera and I said come outside we're taking a picture he's like mom why am I taking your picture I said because if I have to have my picture in the paper it is going to be a picture I like and I'm gonna be wearing a hat (laughs) oh that's great that's great and so that's how the hat came into it is that right so yeah I I, I've been wearing hats since I was a teenager my grandfather bought me my first hat and I've I've got you know quite an extension collection probably 30 to 40 some of them in the oh my goodness kentucky derby style you know big bold (laughs) gaudy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you wear a hat every day most every day yes most every day um we had a spell this year where we were doing this this digital phone system and you had to wear headphones so i couldn't wear a hat it's like my Uh, hat my hat we've since changed headphones so i get my hat back (laughs) oh good 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 well listen jenny before we get off uh just a milton minute can you tell us how many people live in milton um uh 200 some households approximately 500 ish people so it's a small town. We have a stoplight, a post office, and a mini mart. <laughs> and a car lot. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, having grown up in Richmond, Milton is definitely a name that rings a bell, but I couldn't have told you how many people live there. So thank you for that. Now, we have to get back to hats. Um, in your bio, we mentioned that you are a member of the Red Hat Society, another name that rings a bell that I'm not able to give any details about. So what is the Red Hat Society? Uh, basically, a group of ladies who, who get together and go out to eat. Um, sometimes they have programs. Um, mostly we're not quite that organized. We just hang out, we meet, go somewhere and eat. And somebody will bring, um, a a poem or a saying or something they found meaningful and read to the, read to the group. Um, they've gone to like, you know, Abbott's Candies or, or local businesses for tours and, and things. And how 
I got involved was I had bought a book from a local author from the Newcastle area, had, had seen her somewhere, followed her on Facebook, and when she, she released her second book, I was looking for a, a place to be able to buy a, a, the, next, uh, the next book. And found on Facebook she was going to be here in Cambridge at Lakeview. She was going to present a program to the um, Red Hat ladies who were going to be meeting there because they, they bounce around every month somewhere different. So I reached out to her online and invited myself <laughs> to her meeting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I, I can just pop in long enough to buy a book. If if the Red Hat ladies don't care, I'd like to stay and see the program. If they're interested, you know, I work for a newspaper. I, at, I write at the time I was covering, you know, kind of local small town events. And I, I could do a story on them, you know, whatever you guys want. <laughs> whatever works for you mm -hmm. so they let me come i i had i had supper with them i covered the program i bought a book i made new friends and they invited me to join them and so i've been hanging out with them now for about five years <laughs> okay okay and this may sound like a dumb question but do you all wear red hats um we do except um two different months the year of our fourth month that month when we get together, we wear purple hat and red clothing as opposed to purple clothing and a red hat. Okay. And then in every April, we celebrate the um, red hat um, overall, their anniversary or their birthday for the society. And so then we all wear, we all wear the purple hats for the, for the birthday, except um, if you're, that's that's if you're over 50 if you're under 50 instead of red and purple you wear pink and lavender so i have one one year left to pink and lavender <laughs> and then i switch to an actual red hat okay okay so that's sort of a momentous occasion to switch into that uh, <laughs> official red hat society uniform yes and a good way to mark your 50th birthday for sure um so from what I understand, you have some other colorful hobbies, including um, creating greeting cards. Is that right? Yes. And I, I do make my own greeting cards. Um, I, I used to make them for, for family, um, but I, I also do carry them here in, in the office as well. How many years would you say you've been at it? Probably longer than I've been writing my column, maybe, maybe 20 years. I'm, you know, I... I think I started scrapbooking first and I just sort of had all the supplies and, you know, started making cards to suit individuals. And then, you know, I would take pictures and some, somehow it's like, I ended up putting, you know, local pictures on a card. It's like, Oh, that works. <laughs> okay. It's funny. You should say the word scrapbooking because having never seen your cards, I was going to ask you for some more details and I was going to say, well, what's the style like? Is it sort of like scrapbooking or do you paint? Or So very interesting that it all sort of came out of scrapbooking. Yeah. Do you sell your cards, Jenny, or I, do you just gift them to people? Um, I, I gift them. I create them for my own use, but I also sell them. Um, they're available here at the office as well as Building 125. I've had various stores carry them, even the Richmond Art Museum for, for a time. 
Okay. Um, so, but yeah, I use scrapbooking materials because I'm just not quite talented enough to draw or paint my own. So, you know, I've got rubber stamps, I've got stickers, and I've got photographs, and it, it doesn't matter that I can't really paint or draw. <laughs> well, you know, scrapbooking is very closely related to collage, which is definitely considered an art form. So... I would say that there's you you definitely have some strong artistic muscles. It's it's very enjoyable and in the creative side I I really enjoy it. Good. Good. And just to to bring things back full circle to the paper, Jenny, before we sign off. Um this is a new chapter for the Western Way News, you know, new owner kind of looking to the future. You mentioned a little bit about some technological advancements since October. Is there anything you'd care to share about what you see coming for the paper? Um, I, I think we're continuing to grow and I find that exciting. Um, we're, we're branching out a little bit further, you know, we're, we're growing new readers. Um, so it's, it's, it's an exciting time. Good, good. Well, I'm glad that I could be on board at least to do this very small part with these interviews. Well, Jenny, I'd like to thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to continuing the conversation with your colleagues. Thank you. Join us next time as we continue our series of interviews with staff members at the Western Wayne News. For more information, visit our website at westernwaynenews.com. I'm Kate Jetmore, and I'll see you next time.